Hello, and welcome to the Curious Artist Podcast. This is a show for artists and art lovers where I interview a diverse group of artists in order to get at the deep questions of the art world. Okay, so this is episode zero. Hi, Carly. Hi, Anja. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Yeah, I'm temporarily standing in as, as the Curious Artist host because this is actually Carly Knight's podcast, but before we get to episode one... You want your listeners to have an understanding of who Carly Knight is and what the curious artist is all about. Exactly. So I'm handing over control of the show to you. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. I like I like this I like this role as a interviewer. So yeah. in episode four you're gonna be the interviewee. Yeah. And you get to hear all about me. Me, 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 me. Well anyways, um yes. So Carly, why the curious artist? Well, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. I've listened to podcasts constantly, and I love podcasts. But I didn't have a good idea for a podcast. So about a year ago in July, I the, the words The Curious Otters popped into my head, and I'm like, that is so good. Because I'm a very curious person. I ask a lot of questions. I'm inquisitive. Growing up, my, my mom used to say I had an insatiable curiosity from the, the Kipling book, the mm. Kipling poem with the elephant. Yeah, that's how he got his trunk, because he had ins- insatiable curiosity. So I was always asking why as a child. So when I got the idea for The Curious Artist, I thought that's that's great, that it has to exist somewhere. So I Googled it, and the, the domain name was available, so I, I got it. And I have been sitting on this idea for about a year now. And I realized recently that the time is never going to be the right time to click to do it, so I just got to do it. I, I, wanna, I, have, I have a lot of questions about art. And being an artist and art's place and role in society and a lot of deep questions I feel like aren't being addressed in the podcast that I listen to. So I wanted to fill that hole. What are some of the questions? The way it's been going, I've interviewed four artists so far, including yourself. And it tends to be more of a free-flowing conversation. I feel like the more I try and control the conversation, the less good it gets. <laughs> The first half of the interview tend to be about the artists that I'm interviewing. Because I want to give them a chance to shine and, and illustrate through the specific examples of that one artist. You can see the universal. Mm-hmm. And so we, we go down the rabbit hole and we trace the story of each artist from their earliest days to college or whatever they did through till the present day. And then at, from there I tend to go into the deep issues that I want to get at. Because everyone has a slightly different definition of art and a different definition of what an artist is, and what their role in society is, and those, the answer to those questions while being different, I don't think there's one right answer. I feel like by exploring the different ways you can get at these questions, I can start to formulate my own opinion, and it might be helpful while I'm asking these questions and asking these people to record these conversations. And you're an artist, right? Yes. I. What do you do? I'm a multidisciplinary artist. I do a variety of different things. I do from acrylics. I'm just getting into that. I started painting about a little bit over a year ago. Fiber art, metals and jewelry. To um, I'm getting to do, doing poetry now. And uh, I blog over at carlynight.com. Yeah, I, whatever I feel like. <laughs> and what has your journey as artist been like in your life? It's a complicated journey for me. I feel like... I was always drawn to being an artist, but for the longest time I never pursued it. I've been defined by fear a lot throughout my life, I feel like. And 
I took the, nor- the usual path in going to school, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I got a degree in linguistics. It took me six and a half years to get that degree. And I graduated into the height of the recession in 2010. And I figured I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm not, I'm not going to get a job where I'm going to support myself anyway. So I might as well go back to school, not have a job where I can support myself, and, and do art and pursue art. Because I've always had this thing inside me where I've always wanted to create. And I've been a crafter and a hobbyist. And some of my earliest memories were creating with my, my family. My mom, my, my grandmother went to school for art back in the and she was an art teacher, I think. I'm not sure how, how much she used her as a profession. She taught me how to do needlepoint when I was a, when I was a child. And so I feel like it sort of runs in my blood. <laughs> and graduated in 2010, went back in 2011. And then I, and I was in art school for two and a half years about. I did not graduate. I decided to leave once I hit the $50,000 borrowing limit. I decided that it doesn't matter if you have a degree or not to become an artist. What you need to do is you need to have the will. And so I, I was out of school for about a year before I decided to declare myself an artist and, got, and fully dedicate myself to being an artist. So about a year ago, I decided to call myself an artist. And that's why I'm an artist today. <laughs> do you feel like even without being in school or going all the way, what does your education look like? You you create your own education because I feel like even if you do go to school and all that, like everyone kind of creates their own individual education outside of school. yeah. I'm what is, what that. is your what, yeah? What is your what does your education look like? Mostly podcast books. Um, I go to Creative Mornings a lot. Facebook stalking. Oh, also I was in the Marn program, the Marn Mentor Mentee program. I was mentored by Della Wells last year. I applied and I then I was chosen by Della Wells. And I got to, and she's my official mentor. She's continued to mentor me after the program has ended. She's an amazing artist. Oh, she is. I love her stuff. And are you going to interview her in this? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that interview. She has a lot of wisdom that I've learned. And we've continued our relationship, which I'm very grateful to her for that. Because she didn't have to. Because mm-hmm. the program ended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what sort of things have you learned from Della? It's hard to say one thing exactly. To think bigger, I think, is one thing. Like, I was thinking very small in the beginning, and she encouraged me to think bigger with my work. To have confidence, too. And at the same time, don't take myself too seriously. Mm -hmm. I think those are important things that I've learned from Jella. What's your dream project? Okay, so I've had this idea that I've never really articulated to anybody or anything. I'm going to articulate now. Mm -hmm. But I had this idea when I was in Portland a couple years ago. I was reading this book, I forget the name of the book, but I was thinking about the nature of reality and how is something real if no one's observing it? And like how how people are different in when they're they're being observed when they're not being observed. So I had this idea for an installation piece, which I'm probably never gonna do, but people will be waiting in line to get into a gallery and there will be pictures while they're waiting, but in the pictures there are cameras. So when they get into the gallery, they can see that they were while they were waiting, they're actually being filmed, <laughs> and so they can see how they were, how the, their reaction, and then, and then I would film their reaction to their reaction to, to how to film, <laughs> being filmed. So that would get them; they would leave. They would have to sign an NDA to tell telling people they had not to um, not to reveal a secret while this was going on. So it's very complicated, and and like how if it's hard to explain exactly it, but it. 
because I don't have any of those skills or any of the, the things. But I think it'd be really cool if that exists in the world. Yeah, I I hope you do that one day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how or when. Well, collaboration. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if I can't really release this explanation of it, if I do decide to do it, because then people would know what I was doing. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. You have to be the suspecting public to see it. But that's, um, yeah. Then again, maybe someone will listen to this and be like, oh, I want to help her do that. Yeah, so I guess I should release yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, so I don't know why that popped into my head. I haven't thought about that in a long time, but that's one dream project. Like, I want to get at the nature of reality and stuff. And things. Mm-hmm. What do you feel your role as artist is? Okay, so I wrote a blog post about this, about what art is and what I believe the role of art, the artist is, and how they're interconne- interconnected, and how really the role of the artist in art is to remind people of their humanity, to connect them to that source. You can read blog. I'll, link, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, and people can read about it there. But really. To touch people in some way. Not inappropriately, though. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think listeners can expect from the curious artist? I think that listeners can expect... They can expect to to gain a deeper understanding of of art and and artists. I I suspect... I hope that the people that are listening are people that are either art lover artists or art lovers, people that collect art that, that that love art. And I hope that I'm able to provide them with an inside view of what artists think about art. And how do you select the artists that you're selecting for this podcast? Well, there's it's a variety of different ways of selecting one. Artists that I'm curious about, I'm starting with artists I know personally and I'd like to start expanding out from there into more wider known artists. Because Anyone that I just have a little bit curious about, I want to interview. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just do... I want it to be from a diverse perspective and from multiple of different perspectives, different different genres of art, different types of art, not just visual art, maybe music, performance art, photography, anything that like you can call art. I want to get different people from those perspectives. Because I think that from a variety of different perspectives, you can get at the truth better from, like, from a variety of different angles, you can get better at that thing that I'm trying to get that's not really explainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And what podcasts are you listening to? Oh, my God, so many. I love The Unmistakable Creative by Srinivas Rao. That is my favorite podcast out there. Also, I've been listening to On Being. There's so many podcasts. I can't even begin to name them all. <laughs> I just I listen to podcasts constantly. Oh, the Good Life Project. That's a really good one with Jonathan Fields. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. No. Yeah, listen to it. It's great. Uh, he's going to be coming to WDS this year. I'm going to WDS this year. What's WDS? World Domination Summit. What is that? It's amazing. It's Chris Gillibo puts it on. It's go. It's uh, once a year. It's in Portland, Oregon, and it asks the question: How do you live an unconventional life in a conventional world? I think that's the question it asks. Mm-hmm. It's a, a remarkable life in a, in a conventional world. And it's all, all different really creative, amazing people come together in Portland for this one week. And they it's hard to describe. It's just you have to be there, that sort of thing. It's just amazing. Is it kind of like the Burning Man of Portland? Not really. <laughs> it's uh, it's not Burning Man. It, it's, it's very inspirational. It's a little bit like TEDx because there are stage events. There are also meetups and other stuff as well. It's hard to describe. 
How many years there. have you been doing this? This is my second year. Okay. I'm really looking forward to it. What other things do you do to, to nurture yourself as a curious artist? Well, I try and read a lot. What are you reading? Right now I'm reading Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. I've read a book of him be, of his before, The Obstacles Away in Stoic Philosophy, and this book is very challenging to me personally because as an artist, you tend to want to put your ego front and center, mm-hmm. but you got to realize that your ego is the thing that's getting in the way from everything. Mm. If you want to do the work, the work has to be the most important thing. And for me, that's really hard because so much of my ego is wrapped up in a lot of things that i got to remember that I'm not that important in the grand scheme of things and that the work is what needs to be done. Yep. That, that is a hard, that's a hard thing indeed. Yeah. I don't know if I completely agree with everything he says, but in order to understand what his message is, I'm challenging myself. Is he an artist? No, he's not an artist. He's an author. Well, uh, yeah, okay. he's also a, a, a marketer <laughs> too, but he's very into Stoic philosophy. Hmm. I tend not to read books about art too much. So Carly, what else should we know about you before beginning to listen to The Curious Artist? I think the best thing to know about me is that I'm a work in progress. <laughs> this show is, it's my continual search for answers to questions that can never be found. <laughs> so I hope to take the, you along with me on the journey and we'll see where I go from here. How can people contact you if they want to reach out to you? Well, I'll have my, my contact info on thecuriousartist.com. They can also visit my website, thecarlyknight.com. But I'm going to have the Curious Artists as a central hub where you can sign up for the newsletter and see mm-hmm. show notes. And how often will you release a, a podcast? Do you know yet? I'm, bl- I'm planning on it being weekly or bi-weekly. I'm not, I haven't decided. I'm going to be releasing the first four episodes together in the middle of July. We'll, hopefully, we'll, by this, we'll know then. But, yeah, and then you can expect a week, uh, an episode every week after that. I will be listening, Carly. <laughs> Thank you, my first <laughs> listener. <laughs> All right. Have a nice day. You too, Carly. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to support The Curious Artist Show, please share it with a friend or someone you think would enjoy it. Thanks again. Have a nice day.